Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. Well, happy Monday. Welcome back to another new week. I hope your weekend was grand. Um, By the time you're listening to this, it will be the Monday after the shift event. And the day I'm recording this is the week before. So there's so much going on. There's so much excitement and nerves and all the feelings. And it's just so cool that a goal that I have set um, is actually coming true. So it's really, really interesting. And this kind of builds off the topic of what I want to talk to you about today. And it's called How to Practice Confidence. I hear from so many incredible women on their fear of going after what they want and A common question that I get asked is, how do I become more confident? And it is the thing that holds so many people back from going after their goals, for going after their dreams. And I wanted to dissect it and chat it out here on the podcast and give you some actionable tools so that you can no longer let this be your crutch and the thing that holds you back. The kicker in all this is that so many people think that you need to be confident to reach your goals, but it's actually the flip. You need to reach your goals to become confident. And to become confident is really a practice, right? And the common theme that I get, whether people are asking me in the context of life or business, people want to know how to be more confident in their life. How can they be more confident in their business? How can they put themselves out there on social media more? How can they make decisions more confidently? How can they put boundaries in place? Pretty much any area of life or business, people struggle with being confident. And the one thing that I'm going to reiterate time and time again on this podcast is that I truly feel that confidence is something that you need to practice. The thing is, is that our impatience and the fear of what other people will think you know, that failure word (laughs) is what stops us from being that patient person that we need to become. And it stops us from practicing confidence. So oftentimes the thing that you think is holding you back is really only a disguise for something deeper. And it usually stems from a deeper want or need that I'm not going to go into this podcast, (laughs) but We chop it all up into, I just can't do that. I'm not good enough. That just isn't for me. And we stop ourselves before we even start. But the whole key of of really being confident in all, in no matter what you do, is to give yourself grace, number one, that you're not going to get it perfect first time. And the second thing is allow yourself to be a beginner and practice it. 
if you think about our adult lives, we rarely put ourselves outside of our comfort zone. We are so routined out that from start to finish, you know what your day holds. You can predict it, right? So when we even think about stepping outside of that comfort zone, it's scary as hell. And because we hold on to perfection and knowing and comfort zones and certainty, we don't do it. We don't follow through. It's it's something that we actively have to work on if we want to become confident in X, Y, or Z, whatever that is for you. So confidence really comes with consistency. Just like anything else, if you just do it once, you're not going to be good at it. (laughs) You know, I've used the walking strategy before or the walking analogy before. But if you think about anything that you are good at, you didn't just become good at it overnight unless you're like a superstar and maybe there's a rare person who uh, who this applies to. But the majority of us, we have to work at our skills and being confident is a skill. So I want to give you some action items that, or tools, if you will, that will actually help you to practice confidence, not to be confident, because once again, it comes with consistency. It comes from the repetition. It comes from doing it over and over and actually practicing it. So I'm not going to say these things are going to make you confident. I'm going to say they're going to help you practice confidence, which in the end, if you practice it with consistency like anything else, then you will become more confident, right? So there's really five little things that I want to share with you, five things that I use and that I help my clients use to practice confidence. Because on the outside looking in, the people that you're looking at who might appear confident, they probably have some struggles of their own. They're probably um, faking it till they make it. There's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of people who are nervous when they get up and they do their thing or practicing. You know, most of us, (laughs) I would even say 99.9% of us are not confident 100%. And I think that's important to point out because I think that narrows the gap between you and the people who you might be looking at. So if you have somebody on a pedestal, let's just take them down for a moment because they are no different than you, me, or anybody else who is out doing the thing. It just may be that they've practiced it a little bit more. So when you see somebody who's confident, I would even encourage you to go, oh man, that person has practiced being confident a lot. I can get there too. Let them be the proof of possibility. So the first tool that I'm going to dive into that helps me be confident and my clients and so many other people that maybe you look up to is breathing and posture. Your posture, if you pay attention, if your shoulders are slumped over, if your head is down, your body is actually dictating the mood, right? We don't give our body and our physiology enough credit. So the moment you straighten your shoulders up, I always say tatas out. For those who don't have tatas, that's okay too. Shoulders up, um, chin up, and actually embody a stance that feels confident. If you can get your body and your posture and your state into one that feels confident, you're already winning just by straightening up that body posture. So 
The first thing that you can practice is finding out a posture that works for you that you do feel confident in. One of the things that I talk about in my workshop and you might have saw on Grey's Anatomy is a superhero stance. There's actually science that backs up that if you stand in a superhero stance for a little bit of time, that feeling is going to transfer over. So as you're sitting here listening to the podcast, pay attention to your posture. How is your breathing? Is it shallow? Are you hunched over? And as you're listening, just straighten it up. Relax the jaw. Slow down your breathing. Because if our heart rate is elevated, we are probably going to be speaking faster. We're going to be mumbling. And we don't really give our brain a chance to catch up with anything. So allow your posture to feel powerful and confident. Slow down your breathing. And just allow that first step to sink in. That's number one. That's one thing that you can do to help you start practicing confidence. The second thing, and this is more of just a reminder, and I say this every time I get on stage, every time I've got those nervous butterflies in my belly, is I remind myself that anxiety and excitement is the same thing. We give it definition. So what I would encourage you to do is self-coach yourself and find a way to go, okay, I can either call this anxiety or I can call this excitement. And the second part of that, what I do, because my areas of nervousness are usually when I'm about to get on stage, when I'm about to do a workshop, I don't make it about me. If we make it about ourselves, I find the nervousness is just amplified. So I remind myself of why I'm doing this in the first place. It's impact, it's to help other people, and I trust that what I'm doing is going to help at least one person. When I make it about them and not about me, that really helps me settle my nerves. The third thing, and this one is more so of a driving force to help me stay on my track of working on confidence. And it's a push factor. What is the thing that's pushing you that's gonna help you continue to show up and be consistent with your confidence? Because doing scary things is really hard and you need to have something that's gonna be that push to help you get to where you wanna go. Mine is my mission. I have a mission to help as many people as I possibly can And the moment when I start to doubt myself, the moment where I'm like, oh my God, like, can I do this? I remind myself of my mission. And the only way that I can achieve my mission is if I show up. And the second part to having a push factor that that really, for me, helps me to continue in doing the things that are uncomfortable is rewarding the experience, not the destination. The small steps, the small victories, all of those small practice moments are the ones that you should be celebrating, right? You want to train yourself to enjoy the process, not the destination. So many people are like, when I get there, um, I'll be happy then. When I get there, I'm going to be confident. But just imagine the energy shift that happens when you celebrate every success along the way. Every decision that you make toward the end goal, win. Every decision that you make to practice confidence, win. I know this sounds like, oh my God, you you actually do that, but I celebrate every win, every single win. My big wins, I usually have a really big reward, but my small ones, even if it's stopping and acknowledging the fact that I did something scary, I will say, you know what, Gina, that's freaking incredible, and I will write it down in my win book. I have a list of wins that help me focus on the journey, not the destination, because if you're only head down, focused on feeling confident at the end, 
it's going to be a really hard journey. So creating a little win book that you can actually write down at the end of the day when you feel like, oh man, that was a hard day. That was a shitty day. I always write down 10 wins. These are 10 things that I did today that helped me move towards my goal. And if 10 is too big, start with three. If three is too big, start with one. But start training your brain to focus on every step of the way because you are then training yourself to enjoy the journey, not the destination. The fourth thing that I really want to dive into that's going to help you practice confidence is being prepared. I think a lot of people, especially in today's day and age, there's a part where it's like, oh yeah, just ease and flow, which is an important part of the journey. However, if you are practicing confidence, you don't have the same level of competency as somebody who has been practicing for a very long time. Let me give you a little analogy. When I first started quarterbacking, I needed to have all the plays laid out. I needed to be looking at everyone. I needed my defense calls written down because I was just in the beginner phase. Quarterbacks that have been throwing long ahead, they could call the plays right off the line. If I tried to start calling those plays right off the line without even practicing, I probably would have ended up quitting because it would have been so frustrating and hard. So set yourself up for success. What can you do to help you be prepared? One of my favorite quotes is competency breeds confidence. I can never say that word right. So the better prepared that you can be is going to help you practice better. And if you practice better, it's going to feel better. And if it feels better, you are going to keep going, right? So if you have a law that you're about to do, don't just pop on and organically do it if you struggle with that. Have some notes there. Have some keywords that you want to talk about. If you are going and you're going to do a workshop, same thing. Have an outline. If you need to have visuals to help remind you to stay on, on cue, do those things. Don't underestimate the power of being prepared because being prepared will help you be more consistent and being more consistent. Well, then you know what I'm going to say, help you be more confident. And then the fifth one is grab an accountability partner. For some reason, we feel we need to do this shit on our own and we don't find somebody who will either push you on the days when you want to quit Um, somebody who's already working on the same goal or even somebody who has already achieved the thing that you are trying to do. Borrow their confidence, borrow their dedication, borrow their practice skills, borrow their preparedness until you can be on your own. I think sometimes we're afraid to vocalize what we're working on and we're afraid to say, hey, I'm doing this. So I would really encourage you to vocalize, hey, you know what? I want to be more confident. Maybe you pop in my DMs after this on Instagram and you say, I'm holding myself accountable. Here's how I'm going to do it. I want to tell you that I'm going to do this. I'm going to show up and then continue to show up. But vocalizing your goal is a really good way of staying with that accountability piece. So grab yourself the accountability partner. And I know I've already said this, but it's so important that I want to hammer it home again is that we build this confidence by making small decisions over and over and over. It's the consistency. If you are just focusing on the large end goal, that confidence piece of being confident, that is just way too big. So break it down day by day, decision by decision, and just keep showing up and Choose, choose that you are going to work on this. Even when the shit hits a fan, even when you don't feel so confident, even when you're like, well, that was a shit show, continue to come back to it. 
and really lead into it's one decision daily, right? Every single time you make a decision, those decisions can change your life, right? I've officially quit my teaching job. I haven't been teaching for two years, but I finally let go of that. And somebody asked me the other day, how the hell did you get to that? My answer was small decisions daily, promises kept to myself daily, and practicing the skills that I knew I needed to get good at to get me to where I wanted to go. Sometimes we had to do the mundane, unsexy things to get the things that we really want to embody. So I hope these five tips, tools, strategies, whatever you wanna call them, will help you practice confidence. And remember, it is the journey, not the destination. So come back to this episode, save it for the next time that you feel you need a little reminder about practicing confidence. And I hope these work. I hope you guys have the best day. And if you need a reminder today, you are incredible, you're amazing, and you can do all the hard things. And as always, remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.